Greetings and welcome back to TanakhStudy.com, the podcast program in which we study one chapter of Tanakh. Per podcast, my name is Yitzhak Yat Shalom, we're studying Sefer Yov, and we are now in Perakalamitet, chapter 39, the second half of God's first response to Yov. Hayadata et leret Remember, at the end of Lamed Chet, God switched from his description of the inanimate to the lions, and now we continue with the animal world. Do you know the time when the ibex gives birth? Can you guard the time when the gazelle gives birth? Both of these animals give birth in most miraculous fashion. They, uh, when it's time for them to give birth, they traipse very quickly up to a high promontory and give birth. And within a matter of days, maybe even less than that, they come down with their young who are born, if their young survived, um, traipsing down with them. Um, so this is a most miraculous, wondrous thing. And God says, that's something you can't figure out. Can you count the months to know when she's going to give birth? To know when she's going to birth? She bends down, her children shoot out. She lets go of the embryo. And the children become healthy and strong and grow up out in the wilderness. They leave the mother and they never come back. Now we move to another animal, which is the wild donkey. Mishalach perach of she. Who allowed the, that wild donkey to go free? Umosrot arod mifiteach, and who took the yoke off the wild ass and 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 never allowed it to be uh, subjugated? Asher samti aravaveto. I made the desert its home. Umishkinotav melecha, and its dwelling place out in the wilderness. Yishak lahamon kirya. He laughs at all the sound going on in the city. He's free. He never hears the yelling of a, of a slave, of a taskmaster. The, the uh, wandering around on the mountains, that's where his, his, uh, his, his, his grazing is. Whatever is green, that's where he goes. Now we move to the Oryx, something like a buffalo. Does it want to work for you? Will it come and sit at your trough? Could you tie him down to the yoke of the furrow, or the rope that leads him on the furrow to plow? Will he plow after you? He's so strong, you'll trust him and leave all of your produce to him. Do you think that he will bring back your seeds and will collect all of your grain? Point being that these animals, the wild goat, the wild mountain goat, and the wild deer, the gazelle, and the and the uh, wild ass, and the wild um, ox are all free animals, and they can't be subjugated. And that's something that I, de- I decided. Now we move to the birds. Kanafra Nanim is like the singing birds are so happy. Wondrous things about the stork, that it takes wing and its feathers. And it leaves its eggs on the ground. And it lets them, certain birds, let their eggs be warmed, not by their body, but by, by the earth. And it seems to forget that it could, the eggs could be stepped on. And that the animals will thresh their eggs. 
Hikshiach Panehalulola. He's become sort of forgotten the children as if they don't belong to her. Luriki Pachad. As if they've worked all of that difficulty of having the eggs and laying the eggs with no worry whatsoever. They forget about him. Why? Because God has had them forget. God did not give them that kind of understanding and maternal instinct. They go up to the heavens. They take off for the heavens. And they laugh at the horse and the rider. So this bird that has no understanding about its own young flies above and laughs at the horses and look at we how we look at the horses we'll describe them now and you understand all of this are you the one who gives this horse its power do you put the mane on its neck do you make it as loud as a locust swarm and the fear that comes out of its snorting they dig their way into the valley when 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 uh, galloping, and they rejoice with all their power. They go right at the weapons. They laugh at, at fear. And they have no fear themselves. They don't turn back because of the sword. The ashpa, which is the quiver that holds the arrows, they sing at that. And at the blade of the spear of the lance, they laugh at that. With noise and anger, they make holes in the ground as they're, as they're galloping. When they hear the shofar come the war to war, it's like, I can't believe it's so great. When they hear the sound of the shofar, they say, let's go. They smell war from a distance, and they love it. Ram Sarimutra, they hear the thunder of all the all the princes and all of the horns blasting. This is the horse, the horse that does the exact opposite of humans, and it has so much energy, and we adore how powerful and how majestic the horse is. And yet that bird flies above the horse and makes fun of it. And go figure how the bird works. Do you understand how the hawk takes wing? And turns his wings to the south. Nasher, and Nasher is either a griffin, a vulture. Is it based on your word that he takes flight? and lifts his nest so high. he sets up his nest in a in a high rock and he rests there. Al Sudan, a promontory in Mutsuda, and in a rock cropping. And from there he digs food. He's able to look at a great distance, the eagle's eye, and see food for his young. And his chicks get to eat blood. Whenever there are corpses, that's where he is, because he is a, a scavenger and finds dead bodies of humans and brings the meat and the blood to its young that eats. All of these are wondrous things about creation, and you... Man, you, Eov, you understand this and you're able to explain it? Were you there when it was created? And this is the end of God's first ma'anet to Eov about the wonders of creation. We'll pick it up in the next podcast with Parak Mem. In the meantime, I should have a wonderful day.